The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The rulers sneered at Jesus and said, He saved others. Let him save himself. If he is the chosen one, the Christ of God, even the soldiers jeered at him. As they approached to offer him wine, they called out, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. Above him there was an inscription that read, This is the king of the Jews. Now one of the criminals hanging there reviled Jesus, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. The other, however, rebuking him, said in reply, Have you no fear of God? For you are subject to the same condemnation. And indeed, we have been condemned justly, for the sentence we received corresponds to our crimes. But this man has done nothing criminal. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied to him, Amen, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, today we celebrate the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King. We also observe today the closing of the year of mercy. And we find ourselves still reflecting on the results of our own presidential election. Sort of an interesting three things to tie together. You know, it's interesting because over the past week, the news, or the past two weeks, the news has very much reported on how divided our country is. And the various reactions that different people have had to the election, and it almost makes you want to unsubscribe to Facebook. <clears throat> people are unfriending each other because somebody's happy and somebody's sad. I feel like I should unfriend Facebook. But it does speak to a need that we have as a people and the need it speaks to is that we need Christ to be our king, especially among those of us who profess to be Christians. Because I think much of the sadness that's been experienced by many is the result of putting too much of their faith in political leaders. 
or too much of their faith in political solutions to our problems. And many people feel probably let down because they were led to believe that things were going to go in a certain way and then they went in a different way. And on universities throughout the country, they're setting aside time for traumatized college students to blow bubbles and color adult coloring books and things like this. It's really happened. And I'm not downplaying, there are certain people because of their own histories that um, it's brought up a lot of pain from their past, from various things and offenses because of the way the advertising and the kind of negative advertising went during the campaign process. And I don't want to take anything away from people who really do find themselves in the need of healing past wounds. But we do also see a bunch of people that have been let down. Probably, and I think most likely because they put too much faith in political leaders. And so as we reflect on that, the question is, like, where do I put my own faith? Like, have I put too much faith in political leaders? Or am I truly a subject in the kingdom of heaven? Is Christ truly my king? Is our Lord the only one that really matters in my life? Do we have the confidence that no matter what else happens in our lives or around us or the conflict that we find ourselves in with our friends or our family members, that we know that we belong to Jesus. Because that's really what this feast day is, is it's a reminder that we belong to Jesus. And we see in the two thieves in today's gospel, this dichotomy of one who realizes he belongs to Jesus, or at least really wants to, and another who's just sort of seeking affirmation for his own behavior. Now, the first thief just looks at our Lord and he says, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. There's really no wanting to take responsibility for his life. And there's really no realization that Jesus has entered into his life in a very profound way. The second thief has this realization that although he's been a great sinner, there's somebody next to him who's suffering the same punishment who is not a great sinner. that that person next to him understands all of his pain in that moment. And he simply says to him, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I want to belong to you. 
It's this second criminal that experiences mercy. Looking to the cross, he experiences mercy. And this transforms his heart. And so for us, as we reflect back on the year of mercy, and now we find ourselves on this feast of Christ the King, are we able to put ourselves in that position where we've come to realize in a deeper way that although I've been a sinner, Christ has suffered everything with me He's given his life out of love for me. And he wants to transform my heart so that I really believe that I belong to him. That's why Pope Francis called for this year of mercy, because it's mercy that leads to conversion. It's that experience of being taken care of. That experience of belonging to someone. That moves our hearts and directs our hearts and our actions and our thoughts and our words towards Christ. And that is what we so desperately need in our country, in our culture. The experience of mercy, that experience of belonging that will move us towards our Lord. To be a Christian means that we belong to our Lord. Many of the Psalms will say this, he made us, we belong to him. And all of those people that are upset about the election results, what are they upset about? They're upset because they're not sure they're going to belong anywhere. At least that's what they say. And the response that we can give to them is that you can belong to our Lord. Like Our Lord is the one who will not let you down. Our Lord is the one who has always been here for you. Our Lord is the one who loves you even if you're rejecting him. He loves you even in your sinfulness. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. That is the message that needs to be proclaimed. And for us to proclaim it, we have to believe it and experience it in our own lives. We also are stepping into the beginning of Advent. And, and so as we make this transition to the Advent season, kind of reflecting on what our Lord has done for us during this year of mercy, reaffirming our identity in him as subjects in the kingdom of heaven, 
This Advent season will be a time for us again to refocus and say, how am I preparing my heart to receive our Lord? How am I preparing my family to receive our Lord? Is there room in my family for Jesus? Or am I finding myself very distracted by other things? You know, this Advent season should be a time that every family sets aside space to be able to receive our Lord. Whether that means we're going to block out time during the weekend and just spend time together. We're going to work on eliminating distractions from our lives so that there's time to receive him. You know, it's during the season when we sort of are like in the role of the innkeeper in the birth of our Lord story, right? In the nativity story. And our Lord comes knocking. And we either say there's no room or we have room. And we want to create room and create space. And during the next four weeks, I'm writing articles in the Southern Nebraska Register about how to make space for our Lord to enter into our families and to be more intentional about that. Because it is first and foremost in the family that we experience life in the kingdom of God. It's first and foremost in the family where we receive mercy that leads to conversion. It's our families that first and foremost need to be united under the kingship of Christ. So that our families can be a light that shines in the darkness of our culture. And so today let us pray on this feast day that our own sense of belonging to our Lord will grow in our hearts. That we'll come to truly know who we are in Christ and have that kind of unshakable faith and confidence and security that can come only from Christ our King. that we may be lights that shine in the darkness and instruments of healing and reconciliation in our families, in our communities, in our workplaces. That those who need to hear the gospel message, who want so much to belong to someone, will come to know our Lord. That we all will repeat these words of the repentant thief in today's gospel. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom.